Hey guys, I'm Jared, and today we're talking about what's new in board gaming as of August 27th, 2021. I'll be covering the latest news, announcements, most played games, hot new Kickstarters, and crowdfunded games, and more related to board gaming for the past two weeks. At the end, I'll also be sharing what's going on behind the scenes with my YouTube channel, Meeple Mentor. So stick around, we've got a lot to cover. Leave me a like and comment on what kinds of updates that you want to hear more about. To make sure you don't miss any of our news updates, new video tutorials, and our podcast episodes, be sure to subscribe on YouTube and your preferred streaming platform. On Kickstarter, Ending Friday is the latest expansion to John D. Clare's the card-drafting worker placement game Edge of Darkness, the expansion Emissaries of the Veil. After re-establishing contact with the Mystic Veil, which is now being threatened by a dark force, this expansion introduces new locations, contacts, and threats. This expansion requires the base game and plays one to four players. It will not be available in retail. Head to the Serengeti. In Wild Serengeti, you are a celebrated director attempting to produce the greatest wildlife documentary in history. The game combines puzzle solving, set collection, and engine building for a strategic game experience. The game plays one to four players and the Kickstarter ends Friday, September 17th. Giorn is an easy-to-learn tactical card game with a Viking theme. There are only five types of cards in the full deck, and each player builds their tableau battling one card at a time. The game is for two to four players, and the Kickstarter ends Tuesday, September 14th. Motif is a two-player abstract strategy board game, easy to learn and virtually no setup time. It has a lot of strategy in its simple design. The Kickstarter ends Sunday, September 10th. The classic game Get Bit has been remastered and is available on Kickstarter. This is an irreverent, fun little game for two to six players where you're trying to swim faster than your fellow players and not get eaten by a shark. The Kickstarter ends Friday, September 3rd. Head to the magical Old West with Doomtown Weird West Edition. This is an update of the 2014 release of Doomtown Reloaded. Earlier versions of the game were for only two players. This version provides rules for solo play, cooperative, and other player combinations. Players control one of six unique factions, trying to build locations in the town and fight for overall control. Each card doubles as a deck building card and a poker card. The poker aspect comes into play during combat. This Kickstarter ends Wednesday, September 8th. The new fantasy-themed potion drinking card game is on Kickstarter called Not Enough Mana. Three to six fearless wizards will be destroying each other using epic spells, curses, and artifacts while replenishing your mana by drinking magical potions. It also features 140 crystal tokens with the cards. It has already reached its funding goal. For a fun competitive family card game about coffee and cats, check out Barista Cat. For two to six players ages six and up, brew and pour coffee orders to perfection. Complete the feline's orders before your opponents to become the top Aristocat. It plays in 15 to 30 minutes. Arcane Arena is funding now, which is a deck building tactical martial arts themed game for two to four players. Train and compete through three rounds consisting of a training phase and a combat phase. Play cards to learn spells and abilities, then use your deck of cards to control your character on the board to fight. The campaign will run until the end of September. 
Black Rose Wars Rebirth is on Kickstarter, which is a competitive fantasy game of deck building, strategy, and combat set in the hectic universe of Nova Aetas in Italy. For one to four players, each player is one of the powerful mages of the Black Rose Order trying to become the new Great Magister, gaining the mighty power of the Black Rose artifact and the forgotten magic for ages 14 and up and plays in 90 minutes. For a much lighter deck builder, for two to five players, check out Backyard Chickens. Compete to raise the best flock through collecting eggs, buying supplies, raising baby chicks, and caring for your chickens. It's for ages eight and up and plays in 30 to 60 minutes. The game of Super Truffle Pigs is funding on Kickstarter right now for two to four players. Outsmart the wolves, power up your pigs, and go on a truffle hunting adventure in this light Euro game for ages 14 and up. It plays in 45 minutes and features wolf and pig miniatures, truffle tokens, player boards, double-sided forest tiles, and more. You've got less than two weeks to join the campaign. Visit Sydney, Australia to see its beauty in the new medium-weight game, The Gardens. It features modular and variable play and has you choosing from a display of cards to lay on either side of the garden board and moving a visitor to it. Depending on what they see along their path to get there, you'll score points. It's a bright and colorful game with a distinct art style. Lastly, if you like trivia and party games, check out Everyone Else Thinks This Game Is Awesome. It's a game you can win by either knowing the truth or knowing who doesn't. It's for ages 14 and up and plays two to eight players in 30 to 45 minutes. This past week, a huge bit of news came in the form of a testimony from a former Broken Token employee, Ashley Taylor. She wrote in a long post online of her experience with the CEO Greg Spence alleging sexual assault, emotional abuse, and stalking. Spence responded in a tweet with a denial letter saying he feels he never crossed the line and is prepared to address this and other allegations to come of sexual misconduct. With that, dozens of publishers and developers are cutting ties and contracts with the Broken Token, including Pandasaurus Games, Yellow, Social Affair Games, Arcane Wonders, Gray Fox Games, Watch It Played, and more. Three of Asmodee's best-selling games will be getting comic adaptions via SourcePoint Press. Legend of the Five Rings, Mysterium, and Pandemic are all getting comics in 2022, being distributed by Diamond Comic Distributors, Simon & Schuster, and other game distributors. Bloodgate Games has recently acquired the relationship game Fog of Love and has announced a new fourth expansion for the game. They'll be reprinting the base game with it and the new expansion releasing in winter this year. Hobby World has announced they are going to distribute their own English edition games by the second quarter next year. The first of which is the game Dubious, a social deduction game about deducing players' occupation and secret. It's for three to six players. Now let's look at new games announced in the past two weeks. Do you remember the 80s movie, The Rocketeer? Funko Games will be bringing it to the tabletop with their two-player game, The Rocketeer Fate of the Future. Coming this fall, one player is the Rocketeer and allies, while the other is Neville Sinclair and his thugs. It's for ages 12 and up and plays in 45 minutes. In related news, Harry Potter is getting a new board game, Talisman Harry Potter Edition, a themed version of the popular games workshop game Talisman race around Hogwarts in an effort to gain access to Lord Voldemort. The game ends if one player presents Voldemort with one of the Deathly Hallows or uses it to destroy him. 
King of Tokyo is getting a monster box releasing at the end of the year, complete with the second edition and all the power-up and Halloween expansions. A new dice tray, baby Gigazor, and more are included. It will retail for $69.99. The designer of Colt Express has a new game coming out this September called Star Clicker. It's a space invasion defense game where players command a starship and attempt to knock out the hidden satellite jammers before the alien spacecraft reaches the center of the planet. It's for two to four players ages 10 and up and plays in 45 minutes. Expected retail is $39.99. A smaller, more portable version of Citadels by Bruno Faiduti is coming from Z-Man Games, which includes everything found in the 2016 deluxe version. This new revised edition has 27 different characters with the cards reduced in size to standard playing cards. It plays in under an hour for two to eight players and will retail for $29.99. Small Railroad Empires is a new railroad building game coming soon that has players constructing tracks and transporting goods from industries to cities to earn prestige. Different terrain has different costs, and once connected to a city, they can trade goods if the city has the demand for it. It's for two to four players ages 13 and up, and plays in 30 to 60 minutes. Board and Dice has a new resource management game coming next year called Zapotec. Build up the pre-Columbian Valley of Oaxaca through constructing temples, cornfields, and villages. Use resources to add pyramids and make sacrifices and perform rituals. It's for one to four players ages 12 and up and plays in over an hour. Come on and Guillotine Games are releasing a standalone role-playing game next month called Zombicide Chronicles the RPG. You can create your own custom survivor from scratch or use a pre-generated one. You can even use miniatures from other Zombicide games to enhance the experience. It's for two or more players and suggested for ages 14 and up. It will retail for $39.99. A cooperative memory game is coming next month from GameRight called Yokai, a spirited memory game. Players must bring back together four groups of mystical spirits that have been separated. Players can't communicate to each other, but take turns peeking at and moving light-colored cards closer to each other. It can play two to four in about 20 minutes. Asmodee is releasing next month an area control game called Great Plains, where players control either clever foxes or wise snakes to take over their opponent's territory. It's a two-player game for ages 10 and up and plays in 20 minutes. More co-op games have been announced from The OP, or The Op. Kingdom Hearts Perilous Pursuit and The Goonies Escape with One-Eyed Willie's Rich Stuff, a coded Chronicles game. In Kingdom Hearts, take on the roles of characters from the video game to save the universe from the Heartless. Players get their own player boards used to track their unique abilities, triggered using dice. It's for two to five players ages eight and up and will retail for $29.99. The Goonies game has players acting as the boys trying to recover the treasure of One-Eyed Willie. They'll have unique skills to decode the clues and reach the pirate ship, the Inferno. It will retail for $29.99. Both of these games will be coming this fall. If you're more into building machines, check out Corrosion from Capstone Games. Coming this November, players are managers of engineering shops trying to build and operate a variety of useful machines, but they break down and have limited lifespans. It features artwork by Dennis Lohaus, who also worked on Gaia Project and Terra Mystica. 
The game plays one to four in an hour and a half. It will retail for $59.95. Pandasaurus Games has a new abstract style strategy game called That Time You Killed Me, where rival time travelers plot each other's demise. It's played simultaneously across three time periods, present, future, and past, with separate game boards. It's designed to play over a series of four games called chapters. Each chapter unlocks new game elements, increasing the difficulty and strategy required to win. It's for two players ages 10 and up, with a chapter playing in a half hour. On the Meeple Mentor YouTube channel, the giveaway for Spacegate Odyssey ended and the winner drawn was Don Rowden. So congratulations, Don. I published a tutorial for Dune Imperium, including its solo mode and two player modes. I like how this one turned out and know it'll help a lot of people learn it. So if you're interested to play it, check it out. The latest Jay's Takeaways short video came out as well, and Jay talked about why Camel Up is a great family-friendly game to play. I like that one too, especially the second edition. He and I also discussed on the last podcast episode some deep topics related to board gaming, which was a really good conversation. Should game reviewers be paid, and what motivates you to buy a board game? I hope you guys enjoyed it, and don't forget you can listen on streaming as well as YouTube. I recently visited Luck Factory Games in Concord, North Carolina, and met up with the new owners and talked at length about their new cafe and events-focused shop. Their premise is to create a safe place for new gamers, families, and hobbyists to come together without any intimidation of the board gaming hobby. The idea is to help grow the number of people playing games, especially with groups not traditionally associated with it. So more diversity, more inclusivity, and lower barriers to entry to playing board games. Their philosophy and mine match up very closely, so we're discussing working together to produce some tutorials for games that will meet that need as well. If you get a chance to go there, you'll find QR codes in the game lids pointing to many of my tutorial videos. So sitting at the table yourself, you can learn to play right there. This is of course in addition to them already having people there to recommend and teach games to new players coming in. I think with this new partnership you'll get to see more games on the channel and more requested games as well. With their feedback I'll have a better idea of which games many people are asking to see tutorials for. I think together this will be an overall growth for the channel with of course my choice of tutorials to do as final say. That's about all for now, so thanks for tuning in. I appreciate your support, and remember, teach when you can, but always be learning. See you next time.